This is the Two Marketeers podcast, where hosts and marketing experts Sean Patrick and Lindsay Waugh seek to uncover what makes brands so powerful in how they impact modern society and culture. Good morning, good morning. It's a rainy day, but we're two marketeers and we're here to say good morning. Wow, I'm keeping that. <laughs> no, we're good, we're in. <laughs> we're live. And cut. Okay, that was awesome. Thank you. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning, Sean Patrick. What's happening? So many things. How are you? I'm great. I'm looking forward to uh, testing our new little format here. Yes, I think people should know that we are constantly evaluating what on earth we are doing here. <laughs> what are we doing? What's our format? You t take the reins. We're starting with what's happening today. What's happening? It's March 23rd. And uh, Zellers is launching today. Mm-hmm. Zellers.ca people, they are a digital first retailer now. For those of you who don't know Zellers, uh, go to Zellers.ca or go to the Hudson Bay. Ooh, that's a slogan. Isn't it? Yeah. And uh, like, it's looking great. I see humor. It, it does feel like Target. I don't know that, I don't think a, a company of that size would do that by mistake. Um, I think this is their, their coming out having learned a few things and I'm really excited and you and I have to go to a pop-up near you. They're existing in, I think they're launching 25 stores and there's one uh, again, probably halfway between where you and I live and we're going to have mm -hmm. to go there and have a, a retro coffee. Can't wait. Awesome. I can't wait. I also spent a time when I was supposed to be doing a bunch of other things this morning, uh, shopping already on their website. <laughs> That's hard R&D, people. That is because, a committed strategist. Yeah. One of my friends posted on Instagram, like, Zeller's back today. Cool. Like, with a little thing. And I was like, ah, which is so, that already is like someone of my age group talking about Zeller's to go to the website. I was like, it's already influenced me to go there. Right. And then when I went to the website, the first big banner with a very cool image was said, we missed you too. And I was like, I love that. See, they're listening. They're starting a conversation, yeah. understanding what we're thinking when we see that. That's great. I'm very excited. I am very thrilled. Um, and I don't think they're over-promising. I think that's kind of the big thing is it's like people are just curious and they're, it's, it's up to Zellers and the Hudson Bay Company who owns Zellers to do this uh, with a lot of learning. So yeah. we'll stay tuned. What else is new? What's happening in your world, Lindsay? Well, I was just following this interesting conversation uh, that landed in my inbox this morning. And um, it goes back to what we were just talking about in our last episode around AI writing and um, like artificial intelligence, creative and writing and things like that. And now there's a huge debate on who owns that content, like the copyright of that content. So from a, from a creative or IP standpoint, like- Yeah, so like if Coca-Cola, 
creative team or agency goes into an artificial intelligence tool and creates something for a campaign, which they can obviously go and do, but now they're a massive like global brand who starts using some of this stuff in their advertising, who owns the rights to that content? Right. And so there's obviously like the first rounds of legal cases and things being brought forward around who owns the rights. Ownership. Yeah, because it's a huge thing for big brands and any brand and anyone, obviously, that you should own the rights to the things that you're using, especially with a massive global brand like Coca-Cola. But so far, they're like, well, no, no one really like Coke doesn't own it. Yeah. And then obviously the artificial intelligence tool doesn't own. So who owns it? Anyways, that's going to be a really interesting conversation to follow. Uh, for like the next 10 years and onward. It's kind of like, yeah. uh, it's kind of like the, what was that music downloading app? Lime, LimeWire. Napster. Napster. Yes. Actually, LimeWire was what I used the first time I broke the law. Dun, dun, in, that, in that regard. Awesome. One last yeah. little bit, and we're not going to talk about it, but if you haven't heard about We Love NYC, you oh. are not paying attention. People are getting <laughs> nasty on LinkedIn about that this morning. Yeah, and all I would say is clearly they – here's what I say. A brand is supposed to evoke emotion, and uh, they've done it. So I think I'd like to see an episode about that because there's a lot of interesting yeah. stuff around it. We'll talk about it some other time. Okay. What do they say? Put a pin in it. So now that we've done our little five-minute debrief on the world, are we going to get into our real topic for the day? Yes, please. Okay. So Lindsay and I had our first in-person meeting in like – Honestly, I don't know when was the last time I saw you physically because I did I don't think it matters. I mean, right. we got to hug. We got to hug. We got to do People that. can get together and we just still choose not to. <laughs> what does that say? What does that say? No, we're fine. We're fine. No, you can get together. No, no. No, we're good. That's we're a good. lot of driving. There could be another pandemic and, and there's we'll pants. It brings pants in the equation. You know how pants I feel are about pants. So frustrating. So and we talked about not only how do we do this better and more formatted, but we were just sharing kind of like, so how's it going with you? What's new? And the one thing I kind of, it, it happened just last week with a client who I've done work for before. And I love this client. It's really nice when you have a client who appreciates not just my value, but the value of marketing and the importance of brand. Mm -hmm. So uh, in talking to him with about a new project, I, I feel the same frustration not only from me but from my clients and it's this whole idea of like they come to me and they're like need a new web page need a new website uh, I think we need a new logo I think we need a new name and what do you say <laughs> I, I asked the question back are you sure like tell me why right and then it goes right back to just saying because how I want to do it is the right way to do it so can you do that for me but why why do i want to do something that i'm not quite sure is going to solve the problem so typically what i will do is to say ask like what is it what's the problem what what does this thing you're asking for a logo a campaign a promo these very what i would call tactical approaches so i was feeling that same sort of oh how do i how do i once again guide a client without making it look like i don't want the work because I do want to help, 
but I don't want to do it that way. Now, I used to think it was because I was a difficult creative, but it's because I don't know what it's solving. And I think we have a shared frustration as small businesses, big businesses, post-pandemic, the value of brands and marketing. And if I had to distill it down to one problem is stop starting with answering how you're going to mm-hmm. fix something. What I mean by that is, well, that is where people are starting. But when that happens and you're hitting a wall, like, do I spend 10 grand on a website? But you're stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to get to this place where you're ready to spend money on solving a problem. And the moral of this is stop. When you find yourself worried about where you're spending your money, are you confident or do you trust that where you're spending your money will fix the problem? Stop. Pause is the big word. And there's two other questions that are much more important and I think strategic, yet they're harder to answer. That is, what is the problem? For me, the more important what question is, what am I trying to do? I need to build a new website because people aren't purchasing my product. It's like, well, what am I trying to get them to do? I'm trying to get them to purchase my product. So if I'm trying to get them to purchase my product, what's the best way to do that? And what's broken? And is it actually the website or is it something else? Correct. It's that idea of you have to go higher. Be more strategic in answering what, and most importantly, why. Why is this a good idea? What am I doing? Mm -hmm. And why should I do it? Why is the highest level is what I would say right? Because it's it's purpose-driven. It brings on longer-term sort of solutions. It really gets you on a journey. What is a little bit shorter is to say, okay, I'm going to do this over the next two years. So right now, how I'm going to start doing that, and that's the how. So the idea is it goes, in our world, it goes strategy up here at the top, highest value, up front, invest in the time, and, and, and then at the bottom, it's still useful, is what I would say more the how, which is the things like, how will I promote it? How will I make it happen? How will it be successful? And it's if I could tell everyone, because I had to tell myself this, stop starting with how. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. What, because how creates uncertainty, because you haven't asked the right questions up front to be more certain. Well, and how also makes you think you need to know how to do something, right? Which a lot of, especially a lot of marketers, a lot of business owners, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of even agency folks in the early stages, they don't know how exactly to do something. But when you start with what are you trying to do and why are you doing it? You can figure out the how and you can bring bring on people to help you with the how and the how can unfold over time as long as you have a strong enough what and why behind exactly yes. what you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was so interesting when Sean and I actually got together in person because we started talking about this whole concept and he was showing me some of the work that he'd been doing. And I was like, that's crazy because I was literally <laughs> talking about this the day before with my husband. And I, that morning had been listening to a Tony Robbins clip. He's now posting some of these clips on TikTok. And what he was talking about that morning was this concept of the tyranny of how. Okay. And it's how people get stuck in that word how. And 
The word how is so ingrained in us as people because it's what we lead with in a lot of social situations. How are you doing? How are the kids? How are you going to get there? How was vacation? How did you plan that trip? How, 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 how? (laughs) So (laughs) people want to know how are you doing? How you do something? How you get there? How, how, how? (laughs) And so that word comes very naturally to us. And also because of things like the internet and the explosion of information, we feel like we can learn how to do anything, (laughs) right? So all- How hard could it be? How hard could it be? DIY society. We So as marketers and brands and organizations and entrepreneurs and business owners, that's insanely overwhelming. Like how many more hats do you have to wear exactly? Yeah. You know, just because you started a company that has a great product does not mean you need to know what a logo needs to look like. So when you start to think about all of these different hows of how you run a business, how you sell products, how you attract people, that's where a lot of that frozen feeling comes from in these uncertain moments. You're like, as culture and everything is shifting so quickly, I don't know how to stay ahead. I don't know how to keep doing these things because the playbook is not the same as it was 20 years ago. So he's talking about this tyranny of how of people get stuck in the how and what you really, really need. And what he said is a solid, what, what are you trying to do? And an even more solid why. And if you believe in those two things, you will be able to figure out how, and it's not necessarily even you having to do it. It's you figuring out how to get things done that need to get done. As long as you're answering that, what, and that, why in a very, uh, in a way with a lot of conviction. That's something that you really believe in. So we were talking about this because, uh, I just launched a new company. And so I'm in this space right now where it's like, we know exactly what we want to do. We have a high ambition. We know why we're doing it. There's a clear gap in the market that we are trying to fill and the need is there. And the how though is ever evolving. It's like, okay, how you don't just wake up one day knowing how to do everything. It's gotta be something that you continually learn. So if we're going strong against a a what and a why, um, the how is something that you can continually figure out, but it's a very uncomfortable place to be. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, like, as you were saying with uncertainty, that uncomfort can be what stops a lot of people in their tracks it ties back to if I look historically is, you know, so why is this the thing? I would say that in the last few decades, especially coming from agency, what started to happen was they used to want services. Our clients wanted services, creative design, that sort of thing, because they were paying for talent. Then what started happening when technology came in and and enabled smaller organizations that might be more of what I would say, what they would call below the line, it became solution. We wanted solution to problems, right? Our mm-hmm. client, and so did we. It's like we started uh, every even service we would bring on had to guarantee delivery of a solution mm-hmm. because we're so used to being offered solutions, and that's the sales aspect of it. That we're we're seeking solutions before even asking ourselves or asking an expert what is wrong with this? I am not seeing Mm -hmm. this. I am struggling with this. I am spending money on things that don't work. We have to, it's, it's because you're spending money on solutions and solutions 
are basically sold to you. It's more like yeah. buy kind of mentality. So I think yeah. that whole idea of that expertise, that that's what strategy is, is asking especially why, but really looking at contextually, I think Lindsay is an expert at this, is asking those three questions and understanding, okay, nope, now we got to go back to what? I don't think your what is a what? I think your what is a why? I think your why is a what? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's always elevating. Mm -hmm. And that's the fun part because it stimulates your brain and it gets your brain thinking in yeah. bigger ways. Yeah. And the cool thing about this concept for people who are listening who aren't in marketing or run a business or whatever is this not a, this is not an advertising thing. No. This is a thing this is a in human. general. It's like if you figure out if you're like we go back to this example all the time. It's always on my mind. If you are trying to lose weight, you know, if you right. have a strong enough, what am I trying to do? And why am I trying to do it with conviction and ambition towards getting there? You will figure out how to do it. It's such an interesting way to stop trying to figure out how to do everything before you do it and going back to your purpose so that you can achieve the how. Yeah. Part of my favorite part of my job is giving people a little bit of tough love to say like, you don't need to do that. You don't actually need that to solve the problem that you really have. Your real root cause problem can be solved more effectively in these, in these other ways. So let's do that so that you can actually reach your goals. It's the same, I would imagine it's the same thing with like weight loss, going to the gym, all of those yeah. different things. It's what is that root problem that you're trying to solve? And then what's the most effective way to get there? And like you said, people buy solutions because solutions are easy. It's like, here's yeah. your limb fast or whatever, yeah. right? And they've got your money and you move on to the next thing you're gonna buy. Yeah. It's the same thing with a website. Someone would be like, okay, well, here's your website. There you go. And you just spent 50 grand on it and that didn't go at your root problem perhaps. And now you still have your problem because you didn't get for far enough into your why as to what you were, what you were trying to do and why you needed that thing to happen. So yeah. it's just a really, it's a cool concept that I think I've now, now I'm just thinking about it across all aspects of living and working and everything as to, you know, what is that root cause? It's, yeah. It's a question of understanding when you're stuck and something isn't working and you've tried many times, start asking better questions and stop mm -hmm. starting with how. And when you have that vulnerable feeling, I think that's a really strong emotional indicator yeah. <laughs> as to say, focus on your what, focus on your why, awesome. and the how will, then the how will come. Yeah. And either you're ready or you're not. And that's kind of the, the best part is before you waste too much time with these negative sort of emotions because you're stuck in how and you're not ready, then there's probably 60 other things you need to focus on, which seems to be pretty much the norm. And one of the big drivers of uncertainty is we're all all over the place. We're all so worried about so many different things. We don't have the time to focus. And this is definitely mm -hmm. a thinking exercise. Um, I want to call out just quickly, Lindsay, if it's okay with you, but Lindsay has launched no. a new company, as she said. Oh, okay. And, Go ahead. And it's just perfect timing <laughs> is after many years of doing this, she's uh, working with some brilliant other people uh, and it's tough love. And I, I mean, the name, it resonated with all of us to say, that's what we do for our clients is what Lindsay's mm -hmm. company is saying. I think that's kind of our role as like strategists and consultants to say, 
The love part is we're so passionate about doing great work for your brand and moving your brand forward. The tough part is that we're not afraid to have those conversations to set you on the right path. Yeah. It's been really fun. It's such a perfect time. So wrapping up, I just want to congratulate Lindsay. We're very excited. Uh, I hope you bring in some great stories to the uh, Two Marketeers podcast because I'm sure oh, you, you know it. With tough love as a two word mission statement, you can't help but bring in something spicy. So I love it. Yeah. Well done. Thanks, Sean. Thank you for the congratulations. It's so nice. And thank you, Marketeers, for listening once again. And we will talk real soon. Lindsay, have a great week. Have a great week too. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Two Marketeers podcast. New episodes launch every two weeks. Find the Two Marketeers podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you like to listen. And be sure to rate and subscribe. Listen on our website, thetwomarketeers.ca, or you can ask Alexa to play the Two Marketeers podcast. Want to keep in touch? Follow the Two Marketeers on LinkedIn or at Two Marketeers on TikTok. We've always got something to share. This podcast is over. over.